Welcome to Compassion Collective. Hi, my name is Michaela Swee. My name is Susan Murray. We're doctoral candidates studying clinical psychology. We're best friends, and we're the co-founders of Compassion Collective. Over the course of our training in clinical psychology and psychotherapy, Susan and I have studied mindfulness practices and compassion-focused therapy, and over time, it's become immensely clear to both of us how important fostering greater compassion and self-compassion is. This is something that we've seen for ourselves, for the people we work with, and more generally for the people we love and care about in our lives. So basically, our takeaway is that this stuff can be really valuable to anyone who's a breathing, living human. And because of this, we thought that it would be helpful to share what we've learned with a larger audience who can listen and take this in in the very unique way that podcasts allow for in this personal and shared space we create. Our hope for Compassion Collective is to create a global community to explore and practice compassion, acceptance, and mindfulness in our everyday lives together. The intention of this first episode is to give an introduction to compassion and forecast the themes that we'll be discussing and the practices we'll be experiencing together going forward. So where do we begin? How about with this term, compassion? At the very beginning of all of this, Susan and I polled our close friends and families, and we found that numerous different understandings of the concept emerged. So some people said that compassion to them meant unconditional acceptance and love for self or other. Other people mentioned empathy for the suffering of self and other, prioritizing and actively attending to the needs of others, and kindness for those who are struggling. And these were just a few that emerged. But there were some common words that cut across the responses we got from people. And some of those most common words were kindness, empathy, love, and acceptance. The important thing that people really seem to hit on and get in their definitions is that compassion is more than an emotion. It comes from a place of intention and action. So for these reasons, we think that the Dalai Lama's definition of compassion really captures it. A sensitivity to the suffering of self and others with a deep commitment to try to relieve it. What is important to highlight here is that compassion doesn't exist without suffering or pain. We certainly can't give compassion if we're not aware of what pain or suffering we're directing it towards. When we talk about compassion, we talk about there being three flows or directions. Compassion directed outwards towards others, compassion received from others, and compassion directed inward towards oneself. What we sometimes hear is that people can offer compassion all day long to others, but experience a lot of difficulty accepting it, really letting it in when it comes from others. And forget about offering it to or accepting it from yourself, especially in really challenging moments. So developing and opening up some of these flows of compassion often involves changing the relationship that you have with yourself, the way you treat yourself, the way you honor yourself, the way you recognize your own wants and needs, and the ways you let love in. And one thing I'll add here is that there may be some people listening right now who feel like, ooh, you know, actually I could really work on increasing my compassion for other people. And What I'll say is that you're welcome here. I think that this conversation space will be helpful 
there are a lot of times when extending compassion toward others can be extraordinarily difficult, as difficult or sometimes even more difficult than giving ourselves compassion. If you think about people who you've felt hurt by, people who you feel resentful towards, and we unfortunately live in a modern world now where we face a lot of social and political challenges, where this stuff really comes up in a big way, where it feels hard to align with other people, to understand other people's suffering and to extend compassion to them. So we want to be clear that that's part of this conversation and work as well. And absolutely, as you mentioned, in doing this work, we get introduced to the many barriers that we have in extending compassion to others or accepting it ourselves. Some of the things that can get in the way, for example, of self-compassion are not feeling worthy because of weighty shame that we've internalized, maybe even since childhood. Or being afraid of what might happen if you let yourself critic take a little bit of a back seat and offer yourself some kindness. So let's pause here for a second just to attend to these concepts, shame and self-criticism. I think self-criticism can sometimes be a little bit more straightforward or self-explanatory in the sense that it's the act of being hard on oneself, being condemning, being self-attacking, self-disparaging. So when we talk about our self-critic, we're talking about that side or part of ourselves that's very quick to be harsh or disparaging. Shame, on the other hand, is a little bit of a trickier concept because it encompasses an emotional, physiological, cognitive, and behavioral experience. And I mention each of those aspects because shame has been studied extensively, and we know that the experience of shame is associated with changes in body posture, like looking down avoiding eye contact, slouching. We know it's also related to withdrawal or self-isolating behaviors. And we know it's related to lots of different negative emotions and really powerful cognitions or beliefs that we hold about ourselves. Believing ourselves to be defective, inadequate, worthless, unlovable. And take a minute to consider how these kinds of beliefs or tendencies can affect how you relate to yourself and others on a day-to-day basis. In other words, how these beliefs show up in real life for you in terms of how you feel and how you act. Because fostering self-compassion and compassion is a bit like building a muscle. You have to practice regularly to see gradual and sustained results. So one of the ways that Mikhail and I often talk about this is that we've, we've got these two arms. One arm is really, really well developed. It's like um, a muscle bodybuilder arm. Right, exactly. It's like a Hulk arm. And that's our self-critic arm or our self-disparaging arm, right? Our shame arm. And our other arm is this puny little shrimpy thing that can barely even pick up a paperclip. And that's our self-compassionate arm or our compassion arm. And that's what we want to build in this conversation space. And what's important about this is that we're not fighting the big arm. We're not trying to make it be smaller or make it go away. That's not the goal here. That in fact, that big, loud, powerful arm is actually really human and really normal. What we're trying to do is say, okay, you can be loud. You can be there. You can be very present. But now how do we develop this tiny little arm that gets less airspace? Right, less attention and create some balance, at least. Exactly. 
So if this all sounds like something that could be helpful or interesting for you to explore, or you think would be helpful for someone that you know, we invite you to join us on our journey. These Compassion Collective episodes are going to be interviews with leaders and experts in the fields of compassion, acceptance, and mindfulness-based practices. They'll share their research and knowledge, and also their clinical and or personal experiences. They'll also give you as listeners suggestions for how to begin incorporating some of these practices into your own daily life. It's also worth mentioning here that while Michaela and I are on target to finish our doctoral degrees in clinical psychology in the next year and plan to become licensed soon thereafter, we are still in training and we are not yet licensed therapists. Because of this, it's very important that we make clear that we are not doing therapy on a podcast. Our goal is to discuss topics that are relevant to self-growth, like compassion and self-compassion, and continue to learn from the knowledge and experience of experts in this area many of whom are licensed, as well as people who are putting this into action in their day-to-day lives. So this really is meant to be collective, as the name Compassion Collective implies. We want this to be a dynamic and interactive community with the shared value of increasing compassion in all its three flows in our everyday lives. So because this is a collective mission, we really want you to feel involved. So we'd love for you to be in touch and connected with us Sometimes the terms compassion and self-compassion can seem pretty abstract. One of the goals of this podcast is to make these concepts very concrete and bring them to life. One of the best ways I know of doing this is through stories. So we want to invite listeners to send us your stories of compassion and self-compassion. If you've had a moment in the last week, for example, when you felt especially in touch with your own compassion, when you received it, or when you were in a position to offer it, We'd love to select stories to feature on the podcast as another opportunity to explore the different ways that compassion can take shape in our lives. So please email us your stories at compassioncollective1 at gmail.com. You can visit us at our website, which is compassion-collective.com, where we offer numerous compassion-related resources like great mindfulness meditation audio recordings, videos, and links to online and in-person trainings, both for just your average person with no training or experience in psychology, and also for professionals in behavioral health who are looking to get more professional training in mindfulness and compassion. Please also follow us on our Instagram page, collective underscore compassion. And if you have questions or ideas for related topics you'd like to hear more about, as well as any resources that you've found helpful for yourselves, please send them our way. You can contact us on social media or by email at compassioncollective1 at gmail.com. Finally, if you feel able and wanting, please consider donating to the work that goes into creating this podcast and our organization more generally through our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Compassion Collective. We would be very grateful for any support. Thank you all for joining us. We're thrilled to have you with us on this journey, and we'll see you next time. This episode is brought to you by your hosts, Michaela Swee and Susan Murray, co-founders of Compassion Collective. Audio editing by Kyle Turner. Music by singer-songwriter Michael Shines.